0: Hi guys, so we Hello. are here with our
1: first podcast. Yes, Winging It to the Top. With the two Lauras. The two Lauras. <laughs> and we just wanted to talk a bit about ourselves, Yeah, selfishly, yep. And, and why we've decided to start our Winging It to the Top podcast. And yes, hopefully you'll get to know a bit more about us, our background, our story, and what we want our podcast to be. Yeah, so for anyone new or listening um, for the first time, hopefully. (laughs) We
0: are two mums who run a baby brand, which we set up in lockdown, like... Being
1: quite crazy yeah <laughs> who does that who decides during covid let's just let's just create a business let's just do this we do we do that's us um and it's been filled with lots of
0: highs and lows we felt like we've been on the back foot a little bit being mothers yes um, and we found it really hard to kind of find other people in business that have been going through the same as us um, but we thought that if we're doing this, there must there be, be others sign. out there that are doing the same
1: Yeah. and we want to share our journey. That's it. And for us, we really wanted to be as raw and as honest and brutally honest, really, <laughs> about how hard our journey has been but the good things that we've done as well yeah. that have got us to the point that we're at now in our business, which is at a point where things are really taking off. We're going into a really exciting stage. Um, stage, yeah. um, We've finally got a really a good-sized unit and workshop, and we want to take you on this journey with us. and. Hopefully, give a little bit of inspiration. Um, we'll also be adding some guests later on, but the first for the first few episodes, it's just us. Yeah. So we're going to dive into some questions, really, aren't we, Laura? We are. Kind of get started, and hopefully, there'll be some other people out there who are running business that can relate to everything we've got to say. Yes. So a bit of a background. So when we started our business, um, me and Laura have known each other for a long time, um, and. We decided to put our savings, which to be fair, wasn't a lot. So we put 4,000 together, so our savings together, and decided to start Babaco, which is our baby brand. And we really, to be honest, wanted to do something... We've always wanted to be running our own thing. We've been the type of people that... Working for a company never sat right with us. Yeah, it never. And when we met each other, we just sort of vibed. Have you ever had that where you meet someone and mm-hmm. you just gravitate towards each other? We're very big on the whole law of attraction and manifestation, and and yeah, we just sort of vibed. Together. Also, we've got the best name, Laura, obviously. Yeah. So um, that, <laughs> that was, was a just, way way for us to connect. I yeah. think.
0: I think it's. Um, I think if you're. You're either one of them people you're not. You're either someone who is like, I'm, I really want to go to my nine to five. I know what to expect. I go there. I get there on time. I leave home at this time. I get my paycheck every month. Yeah. Or you're people that take risks. Yeah. Or cra- basically, you're crazy. <laughs> and that's us. You're nuts. Uh, you're a nutter. Mm. And so that's us. And we thought, do you know what? We, we want to go all in on this. You know, we want to create this really special business.
1: So we took the plunge. We did. And now we're here nearly two years later. Nearly two years later, and with lots of stories to tell. And the reason why our uh, podcast is called Winging It to the Top, because that is the (laughs) God's Honest Truth. We have winged it like you can wing anything, it's just been absolutely insane. And To be honest, we really, when we were, well, the last two years, we really wanted to listen to people that could be honest and say, this is what happened. It was hard. It Mm -hmm. was tough. Go through stories. Tell you actually how difficult it is. I think no one tells you when you're starting a business. You watch things on telly. You hear about being an an entrepreneur and think, wow, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Like that sounds so, so good. When you get in it, it's tears, it's tantrums, it's, Sleepless nights. It's um, it's good things, but it's a lot of or the even bad when things you do as well. Sleep, you
0: dream about it. You do. So it's
1: bizarre. You do. And I
0: think as well, it's it's one of those things where it's like, "Laurie, it's so glammed up on the TV, like an entrepreneur. What an amazing like job, and how brilliant to run your own company." And actually, at the start, in those early days, you're doing everything yourself, yeah. everything yourself, and things that you're not skilled in, you don't necessarily
1: know about, but you've got to find a way to do it. Exactly. And I, and I think for me and Laura, like we say, we always, has that, always had that vision of starting a brand and eventually having freedom and doing something that we absolutely loved around our children and um, all of that. Because at the time when we started, I had a three-year-old, yeah. nearly three, three-year-old, um, and yeah, it was just. We've gone from one child to three we, between us. We have. Three between us we the youngest for eight weeks. Is it eight weeks? Eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and then also 11 month old. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just crazy how it started and how we've gone on this journey. But we wanted to actually just go through some of the, the points that made it, you know, a wing and a To give
0: everyone an overview, we've kind of, the things we've done in our business so far is. You know it, even from the early stages to setting up your own website and then to us now getting retail contracts with some like big blue chip retailers to doing a seed round for, of investment um, and yeah. to finding staff um, and yeah. getting a workspace so there's so many things that yeah. we've already done in in less than two years so we want to drill into some of those moments and the really raw hard side of what we've had to do so maybe we should actually jump in let's jump in <laughs> let's rally. jump in and
1: one thing you'll know about me and Laura is we talk and talk and talk so we're going to try and rein it in a little bit if we can <laughs> and so the first question I wanted to ask you Laura and you wanted to ask me was mm-hmm. what made you want to start a business I think I think
0: this is one of the things we were speaking about earlier I think you're either someone who is right really content with doing a nine-to-five and for those people I do not blame them because yeah. actually that's lovely you know what to expect every month you know you're not responsible for kind of paying yourself yes okay you've got to turn up and do a job but obviously if me and you don't you know drive this business forward then we don't get paid we don't you know um but I think I've always known I've always had this burning desire in me to be like I want to work for myself and I've always felt like I was meant for a lot more that might sound very egotistic but I've just always felt like I know Deep down, I'm meant for something big yes, and I've always wanted, the thought of running my own business has always been like, that excites me,
1: yeah.
0: going to nine to fives sort or of work for other people, it's just never interested me, Never. No. and I've always thought I could go on like that but it would never fill me. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm in it, and I'm like, don't get me wrong, there yes. are so many hard times, but yeah. I would not change it for the world.
1: And what, so your background as well, which I think is good for people to know, is that obviously, again, you, did, you went to college, but you didn't go to uni. Yep, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Never, because I think it was the same thing, it was a routine that I don't like. That's yeah. what I've come to understand, that yeah. doing a a routine doing nine to five. I remember at college, there'd just be lessons. I'd be like, I can't be bothered to go to that. I'm not going to turn up. So if it was like art or creative, fashion or anything like that, I was like, yep, I'll be there. Yeah. But when it was like, oh, you've got, I don't know, art history I'd be like I'm not really interested in doing that side. Yeah. <laughs> pick and choose pick and choose what you want Yeah. so I think it was always like the routine thing I was like I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it and yeah. obviously the luxury of running our business especially now we have children is that we can do that yeah. so actually you work more but you work when it suits you to work and there's no one going you've got to be in it this time you've got to yeah. do it and that's the bit for me that I've always wanted and I think in the future that's what that is as well it's that freedom yes. I think you start off maybe running a business being like you want you know you want the money you want that's ultimately you're like you want the money but now for me it's more than ever the freedom but I know that you need to have the money to create the freedom yeah for me it's about the freedom spend time with my family and actually being able to do what I want to do travel where I want to go and that's the that's the aim yeah so
1: same back to you law so for me I ever since I was young so For me, I did my first little business when I was 11, walking dogs, and I did that all the way up to, like, I was 18, when I started my first job at Superdrug, and um, I always had that, and my dad always says this to me, I always had that spirit of, I want to go and do something, and I want to earn a bit of money from 11 years old. entrepreneurial kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and then um, the same, I didn't go to uni, I went to college, and then I got my first job quite early on, and I, I had the same thing every time, I never... I always wanted more, mm-hmm. I never wanted to work for somebody else, no. even though I really appreciate the jobs that I had, I never wanted to stay in that, that wasn't me, it didn't, it like, didn't give me that, that passion, that fire, I didn't no. enjoy it, and I knew, again, from very early on, that I always wanted to do something myself, be my own boss, make something of myself, mm-hmm. and Help people. That's that's me. Mm-hmm. That's something I love to do, um, and I knew I couldn't do that in a, in, a, in a being employed by someone else. No so I knew that wasn't on my on my radar going forwards. Um, so for me, it was always trying to find that right business that sort of just would fit in with you and that you'd really would be passionate about That you get up every day you think about it you go to bed thinking about it you know it drives you it's no matter if there's tough times good bad you're still going for it going for it and you're still going to put yourself for it because mm-hmm. you love it mm-hmm. and I think for, for me when we started Babaco um, and originally it was branded under a different name and um, we always had that passion yeah we always had that yeah and then um, I think it'd be actually really good for us sort of to describe like some of the things that we've done especially you know growing our business some of the really hard times where like we should name a few and and I know people will be listening that maybe started a business or is at a similar stage or has is going through this at a certain point in their business but what are a few of the things that we've done that where we've thought you know what we can't continue this is so hard, or what have we done? How long have we got? <laughs> because long. the thing is, um,
0: I, could, I could come up with a few really quickly because I won't go into this too long. But I, I, one of the first times is when we set up the business and we launched. And one of our, you know, the great thing about us launch is that we launched a collection with Fermican. Yeah. And just quickly, we are a baby brand, so we do clothes, we do gift boxes, we do that type yeah. of thing. So it was a great collaboration. You know, we, we had this lovely collection that we were launching with Fern and we was working with a factory to help us fulfil the orders because yeah. at that time, we it's very hard to guess how many you think, of how we can, we're going to get loads of orders and that's what you assume and everything else, which we did. But you don't know, you can't... No, it, you quantity, can't, the, real you, the real quantity. The real yeah. quantity. You can't say, are we are going to sell 100? Are we going to sell 200? hundred? Are going to sell 3,000? Yeah. You're not sure. So we had this factory to help us. Um, and... Lots of the stock started running out, didn't yeah. it, really early. So people were placing these orders, they were all coming in and all of a sudden they were so much stuff that we were told was in stock was yeah. out of stock. And we had to email all of these customers to say, I'm so sorry this is out of stock. Would you like this colour? Would you like this colour instead? Can we we were trying to offer people a substitute because we didn't yeah. want to let them down. Yeah.
1: But people, mind we had launched the day before and people were ordering quick and, yeah, and you, you know, for your first big collection and we put so much effort and money and time into it. Yeah. Um, then to literally have an issue straight yeah. away was actually really hard for it was, us I Because it was hundreds of people yeah. that we were then having to deal with and say, look, would you like
0: the t-shirt in a different colour? Yeah. You? And obviously behind the scenes... We have you know customer facing people yeah. will be like oh my god amazing love this brand or wow love the collection and from yeah. other biz- business owners watching us would have been like yeah. oh my god how have they done that yeah. but behind the scenes it was a, a shambles like yeah. there was so much going on that people would not have seen and we had so many problems with these orders and i remember feeling like this is our first collection we've just launched our company and i feel like i'm letting everyone down yeah. and i think that was the first stage of like okay this is a harsh reality of when you think you've lined, you've got all your ducks in a row and you've lined everything up, but how quickly it can go wrong. Yeah. So I think for me, that's the first one. Yeah. I've got three. Go on then. The second one would have to be um, our delivery to Asda. Yes. Because I was getting married at the same time. Yeah. And it was the day before my wedding day. And I was sitting in a hotel sending Asda all these images that they needed. And I had no Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi yeah. kept breaking out because I was in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. They were messaging me, Laura, we we need these because we want to go live next week. When can you get these through to us? My husband's like, or my husband now, he's like, Laura, we need to go and sort out this at the wedding. I'm like, Jordan, we cannot leave this room (laughs) until these pictures are uploaded. He went, how much time's (laughs) left? I was like, it's saying 10 hours and 15 minutes or whatever it was. He was like, this is ridiculous. And it was one of
1: those things where... That's there's no sec- option, there's no there's choice. No, there's no choice. No. We you know, we, we have ha- to get it to ASDA, we have to make this happen. We and mind you, I was pregnant, I was having my baby I'd just given birth, yeah. so we were both at a, a very, you know, pivotal pivotal point in our life yeah. where big things happening, you yeah. know. Big things and, happening. and you can't business. help
0: with timing.
1: Unfortunately yeah. you cannot <laughs>
0: help with time. So that was, and I remember just thinking, and I remember them being on our honeymoon after the wedding and I was looking at my ring doorbell and there was just all these UPS boxes arriving of literally all of these ASDA boxes, they were out. And then I was calling people up, could you take these into the house for me? It was just, again, we didn't have a fulfillment center. We didn't have anyone to package up. So we got, I got back off my honeymoon, Laura's around mine with her child, her baby on a sling. We're two pa- weeks old. Two weeks <laughs> old. We're packaging up Asda deliveries, barcoding things up because we didn't have anyone to do that for us. That would have all come off our bottom line, which at that point didn't make sense. And I think, again, from the outside, people would have been like, oh, my God, they're smashing yeah. it. That's amazing. The harsh reality is Laura and I were packaging up 13,000 uh, 13, units yeah. of stock to be delivered to Asda whilst Laura's just had a baby and whilst I've just got married. So that for me was a big one, yeah, number a two. One. Yeah,
1: good
0: one. My last one, number three, would have to be
1: raising money. Yeah, that is tough. I think as well, just to jump in on that one, no one tells you when you're, this is how, this is how we have really grown because me and Laura follow lots of other businesses and at, at one point we are speaking to a business and they have just raised over a million mm-hmm. of funding and me and Laura sat there and we were like, a million pounds oh, we'd never need a million. And now we literally laugh at that, because we are at the stage where we need to raise we needed to raise big big amount of money to be able to fulfill all our retail contracts, to grow our brand even more. And um, we just didn't even know about that when we first started. And our, our, our late our, well, the first bit of investment that we had to get, which has been you know, not, well quite recently really. Yeah was six months of hard, hard work. I think we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of knives. We went pitching to people, pitching to lots of different people, people were on Dragon's Den. Like there was it was crazy, but the rejection that we got was just insane. Mm-hmm. And we put so much effort into spending six months trying to get this money that I think is such a key point to tell people that if you are running a business, you have to really get used to the nose. And I never, I don't think either of us no. realised how true that was until we started pitching our business and you were getting no's and no's and no's and no's and, no's and, no's and knockbacks and people mm-hmm. loving what you're doing, but you're not there, you're, too, you're still <laughs> too early. You're not there, you're still too early. Even though we'd turned over six figures by mm-hmm. that point, like it was just, yeah, it was just a bit insane for us. It was, it was a really tough time and you were just like well, what
0: are we going to do if we don't get this money? We're at a point now where we need it. We need it to grow. We need it to move forward. And you're thinking, if we don't get this, have we got a business if not? And it was then moments where you're so cash-strapped and you're like, but we've got to find the cash. And it was never an option for us not to find it. The only detriment was that the fact that we spent so much time trying to get investment everything else in the business dropped didn't it really like even to the point where we were still running the social media doing orders um, marketing like everything ourselves and it got to a point where we were like we haven't done anything today apart from sit here and try to get money into our business yes
1: for six um, months.
0: For six months, Yeah. which was really tough going because we felt like we let,
1: we let the brand drop yeah. because we spent so much time on it. And I think I think that's one thing that's not spoken about enough is how brutally hard it is mm-hmm. to, to go to that point because I think you don't see that in business. You don't hear it enough. You don't hear how you might have had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of no's, which is the, the God's honest truth that mm-hmm. like we pitched to a lot of people going up to London, going to meetings, Zoom calls, that like we pitched and pitched and pitched. And I think this is something on our podcast. There's so many situations, it's very hard to to go through all the the hardships in 25 minutes. But one thing you will definitely hear from me and Nora is the truth of... Mm and we're, we're only at the, the peaks we're peaking stage mm-hmm. of our business um, so we've got a long way to go but we wanted to create this podcast to bring you along with us but also to actually give people the honest truth and also to add the side of motherhood that people don't yeah. know yeah. which I'm going to talk about now um, there's this massive debate about you know what's harder being a stay at home uh, not even just a stay at home mum it could be a working mum just or being a mum yeah. or being an entrepreneur and all this sort of, and, and do you know what they are both both hard in their in in their Mm rights being a mum is 24 7 Mm -hmm. work and I just think that sometimes you don't get the recognition for that you don't get the recognition for maybe and also stay at home mums who don't get paid to be at home with their child all day and you know do everything and working mums doing both which is what we do Mm -hmm. We're, we're, we're working mums we try and balance it all but one thing I think we, we want to discuss on this podcast is how bloody tough it is mm-hmm. to mum have mum guilt when you leave in the morning. Like me and Laura were at, the, were at the, our unit last night till half eleven at night. Um, Laura's got an eight week old. I've got two girls. It's... You just feel like you're torn all the time. The girls come to the office with us. They're there when we're having meetings. We're on the phone. We're trying to juggle everything. And I sometimes feel like that, again, isn't shared enough. There isn't enough shared shared about how hard it is and how difficult it is. And that anything that's easy, you know, it's going to be hard to to get to the destination you want to get to. But to also be human and say we do have meltdowns, we do cry, mm-hmm. we do sometimes feel guilty for working, Definitely. we do sometimes feel like we're, you know, you just can't do it all and that that is okay and um, I, think, I think there's the other side of it as well, it's like being taken
0: seriously as a mum in business yes. as well, yeah. I think like there's this really weird stigma about if you're a mum in business and you have mum brain, yeah. you're not committed, yeah. you, you'll probably be a bit flaky yeah. because your kids will be ill and this or that or yes. you'll have to Um, And I think there's that massive stigma that also needs to kind of be abolished because there are so many women who are so who are mums who are so committed to having both and why
1: should they not be allowed to have both and why Why compromise on one like I I do we do think that don't we sometimes that it's like you have to have one or the other you either have to you know be a mum and then not run a business or be a mum and you know you you can I'm not going to say you can do it all because it is really really difficult but why can't you even give a shot at it or have a go at it and you know do it how you want to do it and don't let let society tell you what is the right thing to do and I think like you you love your children like yeah. obviously you love them it's you know, undescribed yeah love.
0: that that feeling is there's nothing like it but the the side of the business that's your soul but it's that's also what okay you do for you. Yeah. yeah and that's what you do for you that's yeah. your passion that's where you get your don't get me wrong you get so much excitement fulfillment love everything out of your children that's just like a you given. know yeah. that's a given you know but that side where you're like what do you do for you that you get your you know, like you get your excitement out of you're running your company. But I think there's this thing where people think, oh, well, you can't do that for your mum because you're not... But actually, like you said, yeah. why can't you give it a shot? Why can't yeah. you try? And that is why, this is another reason why our podcast is winging it to the top because we're doing all of this around children. Yep. And it's not easy. And there are days where, you know, our babies, our children are on our Zooms with us and we're like, well, do you know what? We run a ba- is it. This yeah, is, this is why baby we baby brand. Yeah, we run a baby brand. We're, and, uh, we're, we're here. We've turned up. Up. So so be it if my child's in the back is not causing any harm, he's not crying. No. Do you
1: know what I me? Mean? No like, And I just wanna say as well, the amount of times me and Laura since starting this business have been told, Oh, you know, two blonde girls, not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Like we have actually been said we have had some really cruel things said about us, especially even trying to get investment and things like that, like Back to Tesco. Too. Yes, like, oh, they must have rich husbands because they they they've managed to get into here and just not very nice things. And I just wanna say like, don't ever let someone tell you, because you're a mum, because you're a woman, or because you're anything that you, can't, yes, <laughs> blonde, that you can't achieve something and you can't do it. Because you know what? We always think, great, that's mm-hmm. given us the motivation to turn around and be like, do you know what? Do you know you said we couldn't get into that retailer? We've just signed yeah. with them. Yeah. And I think that is what we will continue to do. And... Again, support people in business. Support women. Support mums. Like that. That for us is, is key to Definitely. cheer people on. Like you know, help others get to where they need to get to as well. And I think in future um,
0: podcasts we'll share more about like our retail partnerships. Like the, the first few, we're just going to give you an insight to us and yes. our journey so far, and we'll share more about our retail partnerships because actually the thing is about those is that we have. Done them all ourselves. We've never had an in. We've winged it. We've winged it. This is us winging it. We've never had a contact. We've never had anyone help us get in there. And again, there've been months of hard work. I remember Asda. We've been to them for six months before, and I know that that doesn't. But if you're emailing someone every day for six months, it's quite intense. Um, And the same with all the others. And I think in the future we'll share
1: more about how we've done that. And and I and I think as well, Law, finishing this episode on. Uh, podcast title, Winging It to the Top. Yes. Um, what has been the one moment where you thought, bloody hell, we've winged that?
0: I think Alistair's got to be one of the biggest yes. ones where yeah. I was like, how, how have we done that? How on earth have we done that? Yeah, Because in our journey, we was only a year, year or so yes. in. We was a year yeah. in. Yeah. So it's really unheard of for a yeah. very small brand like us at that point to get into a big blue chip retailer, especially a supermarket. Like yeah. That's massive. Like People yeah. work for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years to get into these places. Yeah. And obviously when they said, yeah, we want to buy this collection, we absolutely love it, I thought, oh my God. Why going on? Because also you try for so long like I said six months of emailing every day and then to finally for them to actually say yes you can't quite believe it you're like have they just said yes yeah like it's so I think that for me has got to be one of the the biggest winging it moments so what about you I
1: think for me some of the the funniest things and I I think about it makes me laugh (laughs) is I might have been up with my child all night like being sick and like Mm -hmm. you know with two it's literally just mayhem and then, you know, your child's not being very well, you've been sick, and then you're literally, like, go- going up to pitch to someone, and you're doing this big pitch and like, acting like this amazing person. And you come back, and you have, like, a child that's just done a poo, and they're napping yeah. all over your leg, and you're like, right. Really and you think to yourself, what am I doing? I've literally just pitched in front of this amazing person, and then I've come home, and I, like, you know... I'm just poo, poo on A poo all yeah. over my lap, and I'm yeah. now, like, sitting there with poo everywhere. So I think, like, in my general day-to-day life, and with business, I sometimes sit and think... Bloody hell, wing that. Yeah. Or I you made myself come across as being really, like, high-flying. You know, in. and then I'm going home with my child's, you know. Oh um, so I think they're, that, they're for me, are my real winging it moments where I'm like, you know, how have I done that? That is that is so true. It's like you come out of
0: that meeting and you think, oh, I feel on top of the world. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I'm flying high. <laughs> That's it. And then
1: you get home and your kids bring back, you straight back, the back down to reality. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. <sighs> so, That's yes. But no, we hope that you enjoyed our first episode of Winging It to the Top. We are really excited to bring you on our journey and to share more highs and lows, everything in between. And if anyone is out there starting their business, send in any questions. We're going to put our email address. And hopefully we can also just... You know, answer some good things that are sent in to us yeah, and um, share some of our advice going forward. But we've still got a long way till we make it to the top. We have, so but that's why it's doing nice, to, nice, to, why it's nice <laughs> to bring people in at
0: this early stage yeah. so they, you know, get to see what we're doing. And in the future, we'll be having some like really Amazing great guests. Guess. So we'll be speaking to them about business and if they, you know, run a, they juggle a family as well. And their winging
1: moments. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah. yeah, get ready for episode two next week. Thank you. See you then, guys. Bye.